0: Everybody just clap your hands Fly girls, clap your hands Fly guys, clap your hands Well, if you're feeling alright and you think you're on Somebody let me know Will everybody in the play put a whistle in your face Screaming
1: out and say, yo, yeah.
2: What up? We are back. Jay Foreman, Nate Brennan, old school. Again, brought to you by Mercado. Certified Piedmontese in the house. If you're worried about Snowmageddon, just go down there to the butcher shop. You can get any type of meat, any type of cut. Seafood if you like, a little pasta, you know, street tacos, all types of stuff, man. But uh,
0: Oh, real quick. Someone had a question. Uh, oh, let me see where it was. It was a question about fantasy football. <laughs> And they asked, well, one, I don't even know yeah, if I should be yeah. telling anyone fantasy football yeah, advice because Taylor. guess what? It didn't work. Yeah, I know I have Jonathan Taylor shut down for the season. And Tyler Higby got too many points last night, so I lost. I don't even want to get into that.
2: I'm not frustrated about that.
0: But someone asked if they should roll with Matt Ryan in fantasy football. No. no, Whatever you do, IQ crew, yeah, Gardner Minshew, 10 times out of 10 yeah. over Matt Ryan. No. Yeah,
2: Matt Ryan is done, and plus Jonathan Taylor is officially on injured reserve.
0: They, they have completely given up. Yeah. They're going for a top five pick, and when they get C.J. Stroud, I want I want you to call me personally and say the Colts are playing chess.
2: I will if they if they get because they, they were
0: play if they're play if they, I they think get C.J. Stroud. If they get C.J. Stroud,
2: I'll say it. But when they when they when, when they draft Richardson, come back and I'll take another I'm done. Tomahawk stake. Yeah,
0: I you should you, honestly you would deserve a Tomahawk stake, But I think really who they would take the Colts would be the team to take Levis with Stroud still on the board.
2: Oh, that yeah. would be the most Colts. Oh ever. yeah, for sure.
0: Jim say would be like he fits the
2: eye test. Yeah, yeah he's he's Josh Allen he's got the two. eye yeah. test. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that that C. is CJ Stroud any day of the week. Yep, a couple Jackson Jack and Cokes. Here. I know, I know. If I, if I was his a, if I was his agent, it was a couple of Jack and Cokes, and he, hey man, you know you got you know he looked just like Josh Allen. <laughs> I <laughs> you know? know he would. <laughs> Jeff, you like him? Yeah. So uh, hey, you know before um, break, I was talking about the I guess correlation or something that you could think of. Um, Nebraska and Ohio State. Mm. Obviously, there is no mm. there is no mm. direct comparison on the field and success recently, but there is in the eyes of e- each university. Because when you lose to Michigan at Ohio State, when you're at Ohio State and you lose to Michigan, it's like the world ended. Like if you beat Michigan and say you go to play for a national champion championship and lose, it's okay because you you beat Michigan. Well, for Ohio State, they've lost two years in a row and it's how they've lost which is you know really really alarming for the alumni that played at Ohio State for the people that are close to the program and so you know for you know a project that I'm working on I talked to one of my I guess Big Ten partners Bobby Carpenter um, and he started to talk about the correlation between two and I was like Bobby there ain't no correlation between Nebraska and Ohio State he's like pump your brakes yes there is I said, explain it to me. Mm -hmm. And so we start to talk about Nebraska for maybe even back when Bo was here. I I, I don't, I mean, that uh, didn't really appreciate or recruit local talent as hard as they should. And that kind of, maybe you, if you did it in, say, year one, but it really hurts you in year four when they have a really strong class like they've had at times through the Metro. Right or throughout the state, or like they have right now, or seem like they have year in and year out now, whether it's a kid from Gretna. And, and local talent is all the way up to Iowa and South Dakotas or whatever, right? Because all these kids play 7-on-7 and know each other, and with their phones they're able to talk. What that has done is is created a little bit of softness, right? Because the guys that are from you know these areas are going to play for a different purpose, whether it's a lineman. You, a perfect example is Harrison Phillips, right? Yeah. He wasn't He wasn't the prototype for whatever defense we were running. He goes to Stanford. David Shaw, he said he always tries to – at that time when he was recruiting guys, he wanted to know who was the toughest guy on the team. And if it wasn't the guy he was looking at, he wouldn't recruit him. Harrison Phillips fits that bill. Numerous guys. Drew Ott that went to Iowa long before you were here, who was actually an eight-man football, but Drew Ott was a dude. All-state in basketball, football, and track. <laughs> Real wow. good athlete. Ended up starting at Iowa for quite some time and gave Nebraska havoc. There's numerous guys, right? So how does it correlate to Ohio State? If you look at how Ohio State has won or has lost the last two years, it's been from being out physical, right? Well, there's a little thing going on there that they've really fell in love with getting a lot of guys from out west coast and and all the pretty, you know, receivers, quarterbacks, and running backs, right? And some of the linemen aren't kind of Ohio State guys, the tough guys. They're starting to go to different schools right you see them in, you know mm-hmm. guy from Ohio bigger schools start to see them show up at different programs you know where you you know where you find that you know, you know where you see the result of that Well Michigan has their backup running back straight percolate yeah. up and down the field on you right <laughs> from a physicality standpoint where your DBs get beat one-on-one coverage where Ohio State was always that team would, would be able to mm-hmm. win 50 50 balls that were ultra competitive. Now you see some guys turning down competitive situations, right? Did't matter if they were a freshman. heck, Jeff Akuda went from playing on special teams against Clemson to the number third or fourth pick in one year. You don't do that by just playing good one year it it's It's something that you was you know put into you through practice and mm-hmm. competitive nature. So how does that competitive nature change by how you recruit and how you get the standards of the program, and how does Michigan stay the course? and find a way to beat a team that they're not going to be able to out-athletic or be more pretty than. you know what they're going to do? They're going to improve and get better along the lines, right, offense and defensive line, and play football differently and beat the tar out of you. And then we still have superior athletes or great athletes out there at the skill position. Then not only – we're not going to just try to beat you late. We're going to go for knockout blows. Which they did. So when you think about local recruiting – right over the last i don't know let's just say 10 to 12 years here right and you think about sometimes you know the team looking a little soft there you go because it's not just the line it's the kid that comes from i don't know let's just say carney right that's you know say is you know a lot of times these kids that are you know good enough to play you know the grandpa play their dad you know play whether they're a walk-on or scholarship guy and here's the grandson that's, it's, it's all he knows. They know the Nebraska way. You got to be tough. You got to finish. You're representing our town or city or whatever it is. The entire state. The entire state. And then he's coming here and helping, say, a Nate Brennan from Indiana, Jay Foreman from Minnesota learn how, what it means. That's where your toughness comes from. That's where your toughness can be let down. That, when, so there's a correlation.
1: Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through?
2: Because Ohio State is obviously in the college football playoffs, but don't think they
0: are not happy. They're coming at Ryan De- Ryan Day, right? Like they're, they're saying they're, they're trying, saying,
2: trying to fire him, right? That's just because right. he lost to Michigan. That's the Twice. only loss, but it's the way <laughs> yeah. they lost. Yeah, it's the way they lost. And don't think they're not watching that Georgia game and thinking that's just like Michigan. And if they go out there and get get Molly and get bulldozed. I can guarantee you, you're going to start hearing the rumblings about Ryan Day. They just spent $2 million on Jim Knowles to be the defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State to fix the same problem that got them beat the year before. The same problem. They and th- this year they didn't even get beat. They got embarrassed. Right. On national TV, when you were, you were thought of to be the better team, with a quarterback that just got handed the position – the guy that beat you last year is on the bench. He's in Iowa already. <laughs> Here comes the dude that they really ain't even played good, and he 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 got his rocks off on you. And he now he's and Blake Coram didn't even play. Right, the backup, the Heisman the Heisman candidate didn't even play. Exactly, the backup, the, the, the guy that was supposed to be, he's the he was he was thought of like as the change of pace, the screen guy, help you in the pass game. He said, no no no, I'm physical too, and I'm running through you guys. The offensive line was just pancaking you guys, giving you just big old thick cuts of, of butter. Probably if you're out there from Nebraska, you know, probably putting some lard on you with just syrup, just pancaking you guys, just running through you guys. Mm-hmm. And then just beating you one-on-one? No, no. Yeah, they, they, uh, they yeah, Corey and Lincoln says this, Drew Ott uh, threw the bones, right, in <laughs> Memorial <laughs> Stadium after sacking the Nebraska uh, quarterback during Ooh. Mike Riley. Area. But that was Bo Pelini that didn't uh, recruit him. I remember I remember hearing about Drew Ott. I was doing a speech out in like BFE, Nebraska. And this dude came up to me and I'll never forget. He had like he had like a Nebraska old Nebraska shirt on, right? Oh, you know, some overalls and looked like he had been you know, he came up to me. I mean, it's cool. I mean, when you're out there, like, they ain't, like, suited and booted out there, Nate. Okay? <laughs> All they right. Come, you know, they, they coming right off, like, the farm. They're farm kids. And probably and got some, you know, cow doo-doo on their stuff, you know. All so, right. he had these boots on. And, and Drink he, milk every day. And he was telling me about Druac. Like, he was Paul Bunyan. <laughs> but like a folktale. Right. But I'm like, man, no way. Come on, man. You just ate. what he play? Eight-man football? He was like, yeah. He's like. Look, he's like Iowa wants him, Kansas, Kansas State wants him. Nebraska hasn't looked at him. Talking about eight man football, really. And the dude kept telling, him, and he's like, "This kid is for real." And he kept saying it. kept Two years later, he is destroying Nebraska. <laughs> right,
0: and throws up the bones. Hey,
2: okay, that's right. all good. Let's see what John says. The rest of the Jay, what's the rest of the? Uh, what are we gnawing on, or we want to extra bone of ribeye? I don't know. Hey man, it, when when you when you when you are around our house man, you got to just come eat when when it's time to eat man. We we don't play no game. Time to eat. But uh yeah, so
0: also wet blanket. That is a terrible comparison. He says, "Are you criticizing the team that drafted both Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck? I think Colts draft quarterbacks well at the top of the draft." No, those are generational talents that fell to the Colts with the number 1 overall pick. That is not Will Levis. Honestly, it's not Bryce Young, that's not CJ Stroud. Those guys were generational, team changing
2: No web blanket players. He is, he is talking about the same team that gave yeah, Carson oh, Wentz a whole bunch of money and yep. couldn't beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in a winner take all game oh, and lost God. what nine to seven? It was something like that. And no, the- it was
0: like twenty six to like six.
2: Yeah, yeah. okay. I was trying, well, I wish it was nine to seven. And then the owner <laughs> the owner promptly said, You know what? This will never happen again. You knew Carson Wentz was done. Member- and he literally
0: said, and then there, he was getting on a plane and said, "All chips in." And from that moment on, the Colts have gone like four and eleven, right? And now they're stuck with Matt Ryan. Luckily, Matt Ryan was only a one-year deal, so he should be done.
2: But I will, I will tell you this: put in I, Nick I, Foles. I, I think that Matt Ryan had a really good year the year before with, with Atlanta. It just so happens, the thinking was this: Matt Ryan had a really good year in Atlanta with. Nobody around him. They only Cordero had, Patterson was his number one guy. in Pitts. Who played in, running back. in Pitts. Yeah, he was, <laughs> got drafted as a receiver. Then he went kick returner. And, then and now he's a already, running, now he's running, back. running back. You were thinking, with the highest paid offensive line, and one of the best offensive lines going into this season, Matt Ryan would flourish. Just so happens, all five of the offensive line. And I'm a big Quentin Nelson I guy. I know you are. I'm I a huge you Quentin Nelson guy. So am I. You and I'm a big Kelly guy at center. Yeah. I'm talking about the – they all just decided. You know what? We taking this year off. <laughs> I mean, it's like maybe they don't like Matt Ryan. I mean, but but, but what? I, when I'm watching Quentin Nelson, I'm like this is not the dude that was that destroys people. Right after he got paid,
0: all yeah. of them because that's the thing is all of them got paid.
2: Yeah, all of them got paid, and all of them has proceeded to play like boo boo.
0: And you know, the best guy on the line was their third round pick that plays left tackle. Right, he's been the best player on the offensive line.
2: He's still hungry. He's
0: the only one. Right. He's trying to get paid next. now Jonathan Taylor's out for the season. The yeah, Colts so are that's thing, fire. Yeah, so that. But the- that is I, I think it's very unfair to be like, hey, the Colts draft well. You're telling me you weren't going to take Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck? If you don't well, take then, those guys,
2: you're a fool. Well, the Colts had did at one point in time have Jeff George and Jack Trudeau.
0: That okay, but literally Jeff from George. Peyton Manning. To now, yeah. the Colts were blessed with two generational quarterbacks. And when they and, didn't, they had Jacoby Brissett. And I can tell and, you exactly and, how that
2: went. And also. Your boy. Also, <laughs> <laughs> also, also, when they had Andrew Luck, they refused to get, fix the offensive line. So he had to retire.
0: So then they, right after he retires, oh, maybe we should mess an offensive line. Right, well, right. how'd that work out for
2: you? Not too good, huh? Not too good. You so know who used to saying, tell me that all the time? You know
0: what? But I tell you what, who they should have kept and convinced to not retire, old man Phil. Old man Rivers. He knew yeah. what was going on he was big
2: time he was good that he year. won 11 games yeah he was good that year. and they
0: almost beat the bills in the playoffs yeah. i know you remember that yeah, i do cold day in buffalo yeah two two blown he A-
2: almost took it with two blown acls philip rivers out there was the two <laughs> biggest still- knee braces in nfl history he was and would it escaped.
0: and like and like his arm could only like go above like his shoulder yeah he rides he, was the,
2: slinging he it. rides the wind on, on his on his on his ball so another good segment nate nate brennan jay foreman you know, comparison between Ohio State or the Ohio State and mm-hmm. uh, the Cornhuskers as we are, as we are on the cusp of the first Matt uh, Rule uh, class, and uh, we're talking all things Huskers. A little NFL talk here in the in the in the next hour. We're going to do a quick quick. Should we do some trivia? Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll do a little trivia here for the last little quick segment. Um, something maybe with present day Huskers and see how this works out for it works out for you you fans out there. So Jay Foreman, Nate Brennan. Uh, we'll be back. Watch
0: Old School live on Facebook, YouTube or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.